The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Dividends in Arrears. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Money. <laughs> that got your attention, huh? Hey, but once you get that money, then what? The famous notorious B.I.G. once said famously, more money, more problems. Buddy, that's because you didn't have an accountant. <laughs> Just kidding. He also, well, he also got shot in the head. A true tragedy. But if you want more money, you hire us to take care of your more problems. And if that makes sense to you, we'll make you some dollars. And you need to both have cash and cachet. And it's better to be fond of the bond than to flock to the stock. Now, here's some advice you better pay a real rate of interest to. I'd appreciate the sentiment. Welcome to Dividends in Arrears, where we will be held accountable to keep an eye on your cold, hard cash. I am joined here by my two co-hosts. My name is Belmont LaRue. And I run The Money Question, a business organization firm in L.A. where I deal with the celebs and their finances and everything from their taxes to insurance to payroll of their teams and their support networks. I run a small team of five, but, uh, you know, my two co-hosts here are equally as remarkable. Um, first, let me introduce my co-host, uh, Lucas Vogel. Uh, thank you for having me on. Um, I'm so happy to be on here. Um uh, talking the money and the ways of saving money and um so yeah very cool all right i'm I'm glad we got you here uh away from uh you know uh say guten tag to you in real life (laughs) i spend a lot most of my time here in uh the united states um you know you guys have it a little bit different you don't uh follow you know from my you know Come from Germany. We we, we found a uh, handle Gesetzbuch, and uh, those are our rules, our codes for everything. And you know, it it can be a little bit well, different, but for the most part, um, a lot of the things, well, all the principles, all apply. And um, I am the author of the book uh, Gildjani, which uh, means the money genius, which is not just about um, you know accounting or the markets or stuff like that, but even just money-saving tips in general for your life. Well, one thing we love about money is that it's the same everywhere you go. But I will say L.A. is a little bit different than Dusseldorf. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also joined by our first guest, a Mr. Michael Chestnut. Michael, say hello, please. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael Chestnut. Uh, you may or may not have heard of me. Uh, let me just give myself a brief introduction. Uh, I'm Michael Chestnut. Um, my career started at PwC. I spent four years there doing my CGA. Then I spent a couple of years at Ernst Young doing my CMA. Uh, I did my CPA at Grant Thornton, where I spent about two and a half years in internal audit. And then I did my... Uh, um, um, hey, those college years go by fast, huh? <laughs> they do. And now I'm, uh, now I'm an, an internal auditor at a dog food store. Uh, I imagine wherever, whatever you majored in, uh, you should have probably majored in playing some Mario Kart while drinking some Blue Moons, huh? Oh, you know, I did a bit of that in college, too. (laughs) 
Well, on to business. That's why we're all here, gentlemen. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, who we are, some of our main things that we're pushing. I am, you know, a little bit of an Instagram diva, not going to lie. I uh, run a celebrity exclusive firm. Um, just going through a little bit to, to kind of pump my own CV a little bit. Some of the celebrities I represent, Stacy Keach, uh, Jesse Smollett, Clint Howard. I represent Fred Claus. Uh, Mark McGrath, Dennis Miller, I represent Rob Riggle. I know it's a big favorite of Michael's. Uh, Little Nicky, uh, Orlando Jones, Sprite Guy, Will Sasso, Michael McDonald, Aries Spear. I basically had Mad TV on lockdown. I could not, I could not believe not when you told of- me that you were having lunch with Terrence Howard. He's like my favorite actor, so... Oh yeah, Terrence and me, we 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 go way back. They we came up with the back. new form yeah. of math, which I thought was fascinating. Um, Michael said it wasn't possible, but I said, you know, anything's possible. Um, that's the beauty of math. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he knows a little bit more about it than me. If you can well, imagine, it, you can do it. He 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 was very adamant about uh, zero and one being the same number and how zero is impossible to exist. And he had a whole speech he went over and tried to get me to like. Um, you know, put that in terms of money, and I just, I, I was like, Terrence, baby, I love you, but you do what you do, I do what I do, all right? Well, the ancient Greeks thought that movement wasn't actually possible for similar reasons like that, and now they're all dead, so. It shows them, huh? Yeah, it does. And, and you, uh, a famous thing about the Greeks is they had very little cold, hard cash. That's true. Um, I also represent uh, Pamela Anderson, Carmen Electra. <laughs> Don't get uh, stay, in your, stay in your seats, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Ann, uh, Riley Reed, oh Sarah J, oh. Gianna Michaels. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not just, you know, American celebrities. We're kind of an international thing. Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, represent him. Bashar al-Assad, Hassan Rouhani. Um, so we got our, I got my fingers, our firm's got, I'm really proud of my little firm's kind of, you know, started it all by myself with a little help from, you know, my father and we're able to get some great clients on lockdown and um, really proud of the work we've done. Haven't had a single audit by the IRS. So I know those guys are happy. I just, I, it's the worst when you get audited. It's so, I mean, not like I'm worried or concerned about anything and every position I've had, my books have always been impeccable. I have a great track record. You know, I'm, I've uh, got a lot of great advice from both of you guys, you know, Michael, he he excels at excel. Let's just say that. Uh, oh. the, um, you know, you know, it's not an easy job to be in. Uh, you know, working in accounting or finance. Some people do both. Uh, there's a big difference between the two. But I think uh, the three of us can all agree we've kind of mastered the art of it. And though it's not easy, uh, once you take you know the guilt off the gingerbread, uh, it it's really you know kind of a passion of ours, and. Um, well, it cool. it really is amazing to have such diverse perspectives of everyone here. So, for example, getting the accounting perspective and the finance perspective and the investments perspective, like getting every single side of the issue is amazing when we're all working together. Let's uh, let me ask you, Michael, what what would your day to day look like at, at the job you're doing now? I'm sorry, what 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 was it that you said it was? Uh, I'm an internal auditor at a dog food store, and the first thing people will tell you about my industry is that there's no typical day. Um, typically. <laughs> I, Typically, I get in uh, at about 7.30 a.m., um, have a cup of coffee. I typically uh, read market news. Oh, you got to have um, a coffee. I, tip, I like, you got to have your coffee. you gotta, you got to be awake, have a cup of coffee. 
Uh, I typically hey, get me too. Three, huh? please. I op- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, this, this guy's. Uh, my heart be going. My heart. My heart would be going night. crazy. <laughs> were you Were you burning the midnight oil again? Mm. I was just I. But I, once I, I see, you know, I see my. I walk by my desk. I I wake up, you know, to uh, use the wash closet, and then I see my computer and my five monitors, and I I can't help myself. I said, well, you know, it's in the middle of the night. What can be going on? But you know, there's always something going on, and uh, I got to see those numbers. <laughs> you know, I. I well, just, uh, 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 Michael, go, go ahead about. Well, okay, I just the way I spend most of the rest of my mornings. And the afternoons are a little more freeform, so I can't really speak on a typical day of that. But I typically uh, open up Yahoo Finance, uh, type in S&P 500, and then look at that graph for a few hours. <laughs> well, it sounds, it sounds busy. It sounds, it's, it's very demanding. There's um, plenty of days well, where me, Michael me, and I will t- meet up for lunch, um, you know, my preferred lunch. <laughs> I mean, three beers, usually three, three pints of, uh, you know, a, a lager, you ooh, know. Ooh. That, hey, something's got to take the edge off that's all not, that coffee. That's not unheard of in the you know the whole world of Handelgespuch. Uh, and uh, here it's a little bit, people go, oh, you're crazy drinking three beers at lunch. I said, oh, this is nothing. And um, Michael, he uh, he says, you know, I'll I'll just have a bourbon. And I say, well, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit strong. A little more sensible. But he says it helps him think. I, I really am glad, uh, you know, we, we got you to agree to uh, host this podcast with me, Lucas, because I have always admired your just ruthless German efficiency. Even looking at the notes you take, uh, bullet points, your handwriting is essentially the Calibri font. Uh, it's, <laughs> Everything's it's, so it's clean. It's hard to not, I mean, to fall into the stereotype of uh, German men, um, Germans in general, being efficient. Um, we kind of follow the work hard, play hard mentality. So once Friday night rolls around, you know, I'm putting on my my best jeans that have like some designs on the pockets and they're bright blue. And I go to a club with all my friends called, you know, like rock and roll party. And we and we dance <laughs> and then we go to we go to bed before midnight. Um, but it's it's always crazy. It's such a good time. It's wild. I love it. Every time I've been yeah, in Dusseldorf, our- putting on those G-Star jeans is the highlight of my night. Oh, the V... Yeah, that super tight V-neck shirt that's only tight around my belly and loose everywhere else, <laughs> and the V goes all the way down to my navel. I, 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 I truly love my summers in Dusseldorf. No, I'm always, I'm always glad to, to have go. you guys to come, and it's so, so awesome. And we get crazy. I mean, like I said, kind of like people who you've probably seen, the Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, it's kind of like how we get. <laughs> it's almost a documentary for, for some exactly. Of us yeah, my favorite documentary. Club. That's true. My favorite club in Dusseldorf is that club called Rap Star, where all the waitresses are in blackface. <laughs> it's crazy times. And, and and even your desk in your office, Lucas, just the single MacBook Air, and then just those four balls that bounce back and forth. It really is just intimidating, frankly, to be in your presence. Um, I'm just super glad to have you on the show. Well, I'm glad to, to come on and uh, talk about kind of the stuff that we love. I could even talk about some of the stuff from uh, Gail Jenny and uh, my book, um, which is now a New York Times bestseller, as you know. And Oh, congratulations. You. I mean, you came to the party, and it was uh, crazy times. And yeah, had, we, yes, we did a lot of drugs. Yes. Well, I don't. I think we can maybe cut that. It was so sexy. It was sexy. We were. It was a sexy time. It was a really sexy time. You know. 
Yeah, not just not as cavalier with some of that information as well. I am, I do represent, um, you know, Mitch McConnell's daughter that, you know, she does the Air Bud movies. So I got to like... Well, you could edit something out if I say anything not. out of, yes, you know, yes, 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 yes. you know me. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I would say, I just, I wanted to point this out as well. Um, we're all dressed impeccably right now um lucas do you mind telling the audience just what you're wearing having you start out first and we'll go by because this is too good i wish this was video because we all look amazing well i like to uh i mean <laughs> uh commonly i'm for work anyway i'm caught dressing in darker colors typically black and um i'm like a turtleneck and maybe like a hugo boss suit kind of casual and I wear, um, you know, some nice uh, loafers and no socks, and some tiny little, tiny little glasses. I don't even have prescription for glass. Those are I didn't even notice them till you pointed them out. Those are some tiny glasses. Mm. Thank you. The rounded and it's it's fun, but but you know, on the weekend when we go out, you know, to the club time, and it's. It's more sexy, you know. Got to have the jeans on. Right, right. You got to have sexy. your jeans. Yeah. You love dancing in your jeans. You're very you're very bright it's and so um, much fun. decorated. So much fun. He's always loved dancing right. in his jeans with the paint stains. It, it has it, revenge written on the side in rhinestones. <laughs> it's it's really really and you know, honestly, even Lucas, most of your Instagram is just very just different pictures of jeans that you own. <laughs> I'd like to have a good time. Uh, that that's true. There's, um, you always have. If there is no no point in doing all this hard work that we do, then you know how how Why come? Do it? Right. All right. Well, um, I am wearing. You know, I start off. I kind of tried to make this my thing with my trademark white Sperry's uh, at the bottom. You know, I clean these suckers every day, even after a short walk. Uh, I got I got to have a pop. You know, kind of my thing. Then, uh, you know, I like I wear. You know, next I got my salmon chinos, favorite cut, real straight fit flex type. You know, I I, I like rolling up the 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 pants legs just a little bit so you can see my ankles. You know, it gets a nice breeze in there, but it's just really classy looking, I think. And then I, you know, I have, I like to do kind of causes that um, are charitable, you know. So I got this um, t-shirt here. It's made out of recycled mink. So I don't know where they got it. I guess the mink like a coat went bad or something. So it's mink, but it's not like the bad mink for like, it's recycled, like the mink, like something happened to it and they had to do something with it and they turned it into a, a V-neck t-shirt. Nice. Right. I got about three Fitbits on my left just to make sure, just to like cross reference. So in case one goes bad, uh, cause if, if, if you, I, I tried wearing two Fitbits for a while, but if one goes bad and one stays good, then you don't really know which one. So this way it's like, it's like, you know, value testing, um, what's working and not. And then I got that, that, that those white frames that I, I, I love just cause they match my Sperry's. And then I got one of those like kind of Whoville haircuts, you know, like the people <laughs> from Whoville where it's kind of like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's kind of like twisted, kind of like the mayor of Whoville. You know, nice. in the movie where it's kind of twisted movie, the, at the side and like Uvo's separated. Club in uh, Berlin. 
And what do they do there? You dance, of course. I brought you there. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We went there oh, after yes. we went to uh, your favorite club, Control Alt Delete. It was crazy times. Well, I, I saw a guy on social media that kind of had like a fleshlight design haircut, and I was very intrigued. And I was always thinking about that. Like, I I don't re- re- remember other people's haircuts that often. It's like iconic. So then I was watching The Grinch, and I saw the mayor of Whoville with that little part that was like twisted at the it's just beautiful so i kind of have one of those things going on it takes me a while to get ready in the morning not gonna lie it is an investment well that's one of the old new ways to build a brand early oh totally and if you're working with celebrities hell i gotta brand myself as a celebrity oh 100%. yeah brand is everything right gotta say the right thing do the right thing get a teenager to run your social media and say stuff's on fleek you and do that now with, you, like, you get you the know. word out right and you, you get the proper uh setup and that's cash on the nail man i mean it's just you you set up your your pr just as well as your portfolio these days well thank you Thank you. I mean, it's it's it, it's the same thing now, as far as I'm concerned. No, I was not saying you specifically. I'm, this is my advice to people listening. Oh yeah, yeah. But you're welcome, of course. Oh, thank you. I think, uh, Michael, what are you wearing? So, well, you know, I like to have a little bit of fun with my look while staying professional. <laughs> so, you know, I you've you've all seen my picture on on the company website and the company Slack, where I've got those really eye catching lilac glasses and the lilac pocket square. Beautiful. So I wear those both every day with a gray suit, uh, crisp white shirt, um, per- you know, pants match the jacket perfectly. Of course, it's a suit. Uh, socks with something like a hamburger, like something a little fun on them. A little and fun. Crazy yeah. socks. This guy has crazy socks all the time. Yeah, they this say- guy's like a. Well, they're business like springtime right? coming in. You know, yeah. I get, I get. He, he walks air. in the room. It's like springtime with all the lilac and the whatever, and he smells wonderful. Michael smells immaculate. Thank you so much. He has the most precise haircut, man. That's true. Well, there's a there's a, a thing about haircuts, and you know, a lot of people don't know this. Here's a good thing for uh, for any accounting tips. Essentially, any haircut you get, you can actually expense the first couple inches and write that off in your taxes. The, the next oh, little wow. bit is just considered a personal expense, but you, you only need to technically take a few inches off to have a professional haircut, it is said. But they don't give you a limit on number of haircuts per month. So as long as you keep every haircut between a few, you know, a few inches, I think uh, I think U.S. Gap says it's about uh, it's about one inch, whereas IFRS is three centimeters, which is a little over an inch, but it kind of depends on what. So what even you're taking in. track of just even a mere haircut, I mean, that's pennies from heaven. Hey, a penny well, saved a, a penny earned. A lot of times what I'll do, just a quick addendum on that, Michael, is um, now if you can prove that the haircut is a majority business expense, then you would be able to write off even more of it. What I do for every company party that we have, which are about one every Friday, there's a lot of company parties we have down at uh, my company with the money question, and... um, what we have is a party every Friday, and I send out invitations that will state demands. You need to have a new outfit. You need to have a haircut. You need to, you know, do this and that. And this is clever. that way, they can expense those. A lot of people, those leaked on social media, and people were like, this guy's crazy. Well, we don't check for that. I mean, we have to check for it, and we don't let people in who don't do it but because we are doing it people are saving money because most likely they're getting their hair cut every single week and buying new outfits every week as well that's smart thank you thank you 
So that's one of the things that we do a lot of with um, taxes and stuff like that. And I believe we can start our first little segment here and maybe get into some tax loopholes. Does that sound good to everybody? Sounds great to me. Yeah, let's do it. All right. First up, a lot of people don't know this. If your pet is shot by a police department, you are able to write off that dog, that cash value of that dog, 100% complete tax write-off. Here's the kicker. All right, Michael, go ahead. Well, I, I guess I just had a question, and you know, I started actually rudely interrupting you before you said, here's the kicker. Um, a dog's value at purchase is quite a bit different from a dog's value when it's older, because a new puppy is worth, I don't know, a few hundred dollars. An old dog is practically worthless, so I'm wondering which value you get to you get to claim. Well, it depends on, actually, the value at the beginning. Now, dogs depreciate in monetary value, but they will grow in sentimental value. And they, they put that into effect. The problem is, a mutt is practically worthless. In fact... I don't know if you know this, but they're constantly gassing dogs because there's too many of them. So a mutt, nothing. If he gets shot by the police, nothing. If you have a purebred dog with papers, that dog will be 100% reimbursed. All right. But if your dog has no papers, has no value, has no paper trail, that dog is going in the garbage. Now, can I ask something like a golden doodle? Is that considered a mutt or is that a breed in and of itself? Um, it would depend on if it has been verified by the American Society of Breeders. I see. If it is listed, then it would be. Stuff that's newer breed is a little bit more tricky. And honestly, that might depend on your lawyer. You can have a, a genetics test performed on the dog. You can write that off as well. Just to check for, you know, the purity of it or the pedigree. And it's clever. They have done blood tests on deceased dogs to find that they are not as pure as people previously believed. And when that happens, that also negates any tax rebate you might get from the dog. Okay, so if you buy a set of skis, right, but you you, you don't use them for a, a, a while, you could still write it off, even if you don't go skiing. Interesting. Huh. I, I can Why see is that? Oh, what do you mean? Well, it's because well, it's just the rules. It's written in no, the laws. Not. I mean, not just a lot of. It's these not just German. It's not just Germany. Have, Listen, sometimes a lot know, of these. As uh, an accountant, it's better to know the letter of the law than the lay of the land. So. <laughs> very true. Uh, a lot of um, bizarre tax reasons happen a lot because of stuff that has happened in history, usually powerful people living in a certain area. Um, we are all familiar with the Marlboro Man, who is famous for smoking his iconic cigarettes. Now, in the state of Texas, for, I'd say, 45 years, this loophole has only recently been closed, you could claim $2 for every individual cigarette um, smoked as long as you save the butt from each cigarette. Now, people had a problem with this because people would bring in a lot of cigarette butts which smell very bad, and keeping them is usually quite unpleasant. And as the Marlboro Man has passed, unfortunately, and has lost some clout, uh, these laws actually unfortunately ended. Um, another, another historical one was um, you know, in California because... Uh, you know, uh, uh, I Love Lucy lived here. 
cream pies were were, were essentially free, complete write-offs for about 20-odd years. They said it was an homage, but I think they just forgot. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned those laws for the cigarettes in particular uh, changing because in recent years, um, uh, Camel Joe from the, the other company, Camel, a rival of Marlboro, has uh, essentially become sort of a, an entrepreneur and gotten involved in um, sort of uh, venture capitalism. And he has actually been lobbying for those laws to be changed and reversed for the benefit of Camel, and then they could, you know, kind of pursue that same thing Marlboro did now that the Marlboro man has uh, deceased. Um, and you met you met Joe. You We were at uh, a Psycho Beach Party, the club, and um, and he, he, he was a revelation on so much. And a guy who, a guy oh, who totally. you know, didn't know the industry at all until about 10 years ago. Um, here's another deduction that I found very interesting. Um, if you drunk drive, obviously, there's a chance you could get arrested and end up paying fines. If you drunk drive and can prove it and are not arrested, you can actually write those miles off as work expense. Not quite sure why. This was only legal in Missouri. Well, it's, oh, it says here it's still legal in Missouri. But <laughs> drunk driving and you're able to prove it and you don't get caught means that there is an unfair tax essentially on drunk drivers is what they were trying to argue. Interesting. And that if people are able to drunk drive safely, which is possible to do, right? If you know certain shut, rules, yeah. keep one eye shut, um, put your fingers up like a field goal to keep it in the, in the, the road in between both of them while you look with one eye shut, um, you know going slow and uh, just being careful, you're able to actually get those miles deducted as long as you were able to prove you were intoxicated at the time, which for some reason you have to save your cans to do. So there was honestly a lot of, you know, a lot of incidents where people would show up red tape. I think is what you're saying. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it was, it was technically legal, but very hard to prove, but still people tried to prove it constantly as a sort of bragging rights. Can I uh, share oh. share a quick one with the listeners here? Go ahead. So, well, let me just start. How many times has this happened to you? It's Friday night. You got a new washing machine. It's got all these buttons and settings, and you don't know what what's up. But you're thinking, you're thinking ahead, and you're thinking, I know that in about 25 years, this is going to be worthless. I'm going to use straight line uh, depreciation on this thing. Just t- basically taking off one twenty-fifth of it for every twenty-five years, I think this thing is going to be good. Well, you might need to be careful. That's what tax authorities say you should do. That's based on only using the normal settings. Now, if you use delicates, casuals, high heat wash, uh, dryer settings that say tumble dry, spin wash, anything like that, that can actually cause different types of wear and tear on the machine that are not counted for by tax authorities. And so, to use those cycles. And to essentially make your uh, washing machine or dryer lose value more quickly, you can actually get audited and uh, and go to jail for potentially tw- ten to twenty years. So I would really suggest everyone just use the normal settings: uh, normal wash, normal dry, or what you know, whatever the medium heat setting is. Warm, I guess, not hot, not cold. You know, potentially save oh, yourself wow. some difficulty. Hmm. It kind of reminds me of um, the tags on the mattress in the United States. So you can go to prison for taking it off. That's right. 
Um, similar, you around. can if you buy a long couch. Okay. You get the big couch. It's really long. You can write that off, but it has to be twenty plus feet. Oh wow, that's quite a long couch. Now, real quick, does that count uh, if a cat couch wraps no, around? No, perhaps into an L or you. So it's yes, got to be a I straight own a couch. It is couch. a straight. It's straight. Uh, there's no. Uh, 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 how do you say it? The the back seat. It, uh, it it's like a. So it's more like a bench. Yes, but it's a couch, and it's black um, so leather. If you, it I it cost it was forty five forty five thousand euros, and I had it imported. That's a bargain. Oh, well, I had for catch that long. I got it half off. Life. My friend, he is a great friend that got it uh, for me half off. It's, it's All I had to do was give him that. some uh, some uh, inside you know trading tips. And um, and I'm very happy with it. Some nights I sleep on it. Now I have a question about the, the tax laws here. In determining the 20 feet, do they count the? For, is that measured? Let's say you get a sectional, which is an L shape. Is that measured as like the diagonal of the L shape, or just the longest? It cannot side? be. It cannot be uh, an L. It has to be straight. Oh, it can't be an L. Sorry, I thought it just meant that measuring it can't be an L. Okay, so does that count the length of the arms or just the, the GSA, the gross seating area? I'm not sure because my my couch does not have the the back seat or the arms. Uh, I see. You would have to ask no someone arms. else. I'm sorry. I forget. But I will sleep on the couch a lot of nights. My friends sleep on the couch. They come over because they say it feels so good. They, they say I... I We'll have to sleep here tonight. After you guys have a probably a like a big party at Club Wild West. Yes, and it's it's. I mean, it could be it could be a bit sexy, but it's all fun. What kind of jeans would you wear to Club Wild West? I know we're getting off track a little bit here. I'll I'll bring it back in a second. You um, usually diesel. Ah, uh, the D. Of course, it's an iconic, especially for Club Wild West. Oh, sorry. I'm- I'm getting a text here from one of my clients. Uh, Rob Riggles seeing if he can write off a beer fridge Ooh. as a business as I mean, a business expense if he is in the bet business. That gets a lot of use. A beer fridge as a business expense if he is in the business of making friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty wild, Rob. But unfortunately, Uncle Sam ain't gonna see it that way. But you know what? You might owe in taxes on that expenditure you will you know who could value the price of a of a friend and uh oh he's sending me some pictures now he's got the big he's got the uh projector set up oh oh my god what look at that cooler there let's plug oh, into it boy he's got those he can he can help he can put them back i'll tell you he's what he's got the original can... xbox hooked up to some halo blood <laughs> gulch oh wow <laughs> Him and all oh, he's, he's getting crazy. Him and all his forty-year-old male fun. friends are gonna tear it up tonight. That's sick. Yeah, but unfortunately, can't write that off. You know, he's just gonna have to take that one. But I think it might be if worth you, it. If you if you do your taxes in Germany, you can write it off there. Okay, Rob. Um, another interesting uh, tax loophole here is that you are able to write off purchasing your own. Racehorse, yes, 
on one crazy little condition. If the horse loses, you have to eat it because then it can be counted as uh, entertaining expense as part of your business for a meal. But that's only if it loses. So it's a win-win. A lot of people will buy these racehorses, run them one race. If they keep going, then they stay alive. If not, cook them into a feast and write it all off on taxes. That's actually how Secretariat got started. It seems wise to actually bet against it in that case, in which case, you know, you financially you're stable either way. Ah, that's yeah, because if you win, you would get some of the earnings. That makes exactly. sense. Yeah. I don't know the legality of betting against your own racehorse. Might seem like a Pete Rose situation, but you know, you can set up an that's a little. Yeah, that's true. Or a friend, or just even having some of that. Um, Michael, I know you had mentioned that you wanted to uh, give us some stock tips. I, that's I'm, true. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, uh, you know, this is not really my realm of expertise, more of a manager type, but I know you always got your head in the stars, so let's hear them. I'm excited. Well, if you know me, you know I stare at the S&P 500 chart all day, and you get some wisdom in the stock market from that, so I'd like to just kind of share it, with you just guys. Just clicking refresh, I assume? It's not clicking just the refresh, one from... Checking the one month or the one year chart, you know, clicking, seeing what the price was 30 days ago, thereabouts. Just clicking around on that thing. Clicking around, trying to get us trying to get a sense of where the market's been and where it's going to head. So I'd like to I'd like to share a little bit of stock market wisdom that I've compiled in my studies. Let's oh, talk yeah, about Facebook. Please. Well, you spend the Michael, you spent quite some time on the floors of the market, which was it has to be crazy. It's like a club there. That's right. I'm both a patriot and a trader. Wow. <laughs> Don't understand. What if Diesel Jeans made its own club? Does that excite you, Lucas? Oh, well, they kind of did. They partnered with Hollywood Runway. That's a great club, and they kind of sponsored it. (laughs) Michael, go ahead. Well, let's talk about Facebook. Where would we be without Facebook? It seems like everyone I know has an account. The writing is on the wall for this one. This company can Farmville cash like no other. Facebook is a clear and definite pick. Let me keep going here. Amazon. Who doesn't love shopping on Amazon? From A to Z, these letters deliver, and so does their stock. <laughs> if they can repeat their April 29, 2016 return of 9.57% for an entire year, they could return one trillion three hundred and fifty-five billion four hundred and eight million three hundred and twenty-five thousand one hundred percent. That's more than double. Netflix. Netflix and chill, anyone? People can't seem to get enough of tuning into House of Cards to watch those two jokers, <laughs> and for good reason. Here's one stock that refuses to chill. I know at the end of a long day, there's nothing I like better than to slip into my comfiest PJs, grab a pizza, get a bottle of wine, and watch this stock soar. Well, those are a few kind of, you know, maybe lesser-known gems in the marketplace. I know you know your so, Walmarts and your things like that, but the, the so good the, analyst the doesn't just you pick recommend. the blue the stocks you recommend are Amazon, Facebook, and <laughs> Netflix. Well, yes, all three of those. Those are just those are dollars to donuts. Uh, how would you feel you know, about maybe like something like Apple? Apple. Well, Apple's a favorite of urban trendsetters and urban geeks alike. It continues to dominate the laptop, <laughs> smartphone, and iPod marketplace. 
Now, some questions have been asked by analysts on the street about their ability to continue innovating. <laughs> but take a bite out of this one. Pick this apple. Uh, that stock uh, has me shook down to the core. Oh. It's like uh, the horses of investment love it. Uh, you know, let's just say when it comes to the Apple stock. As horses love apples. Right, they love we got apples. it, Lucas. Yep. Uh, let's just say this, uh, this, this stock didn't fall far from the tree. In fact, it has never fallen and keeps rising from the tree. You could put this stock in an American pie. Don't you? Don't you represent Stifler? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We do great work with Stifler. Um, he was texting me the other day. He was asking me um, if he could, if he was able to write off condom purchases, and I said only if you can prove that you're wearing them during a sex scene for a feature film. And so he actually wrote a whole movie about that, which um, well just turned out to be. a pornography but he was able to write off those three condom purchases but the set stuff and the hiring of the actresses was about twenty thousand down the down the drain but he was able to save money on those three condoms well you know some you make money you lose money right right and and there's only when it when it comes to these powerhouse stocks that you've been mentioning michael i'm feeling like one's missing which stock are you, you talking about a little you got a little something on Tesla. the uh, Tenchen Steel it's gotta, Concern? It's got to be Tesla. Oh, you want, no, my, it's, you want oh. my opinion? You want the inside dude on Tenchen Steel Concern? I need to know. That's the hot stock everyone's been talking about is the Tenchen Steel Concern. I think it's a big gamble, well, man. I've been talking to, to some of the analysts, you know, a little bit of you know messaging on, on the company uh, Microsoft Teams account. Uh from what they're telling me, Tianjin Steel Concern is one of the People's Republic of China's up-and-coming steel companies. Experience the Tianjin difference. Hang Seng listing 7251624.hk. Amazing. Amazing. Didn't really have any puns or anything in that one. Well, you know, you'll be, you'll be laughing all the way to the bank with, with the stock. Instead of... Uh, uh, instead of uh, costs a little bit more than 10 yen. Tianjin. And I can feel the tension the in there. the air. No, I got one. I got one. I can feel the tension in the air when it comes to people being uh, bull or bust on this great stock. Personally, makes, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, it Maybe requires a little explaining, but you know, we can workshop a, it. We can workshop. It's a stock that's as solid as the steel that they make. There we go. Whew, had to take a deep breath on that one. Almost fell out of my sparies, huh? A golden a golden key a golden key opens any door. Is that true? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I'm talking like talking about money. Oh. oh, I thought we were doing like stuff on tension, the steel concern. I, I oh, how about you know? Thought he was just giving like homeowner advice. Uh, steal your concern when it comes to tension, because this stock is printing money. I felt pretty good on that one. I'm, well, I'm worried we can't legally say that's printing money. I mean, can can we take this one offline? Yeah, we can. We can take. Well, that you one. also called you called the you called the stock. Uh, it costs yen. Well, he, he said well, that, that Japan that that was more that was Japan uh, that's Japanese. I know, but that was like it rhymed. So I was like, oh, oh, that's what I was going <laughs> for there. Trying to be fun with it. Trying to have, you know, we want to educate people on money, but we also want to have a little fun, you know? 
Well, we, I mean, let's, you know, let's get on a plane. I'll take you guys to Cool and Crazy. They're up until, you know, all the night. Is it, is Cool and Crazy the one that's the, it's spelled cool with a K and instead of and, it's an N? Yes. What kind of jeans would you wear there? Well, I would probably wear my uh, light blue kind of distressed uh, boot cut diesel jeans. Ooh. Now, in Europe, if, if your jeans are distressed, does your, shirt have to be distressed as well well it it most certainly helps <laughs> belmont <laughs> and what kind of shoes would you that, wear with that i just have got some new yeezys kanye that's that's the guy oh, wow i know a lot of guys and you know when i go to dusseldorf and i'm partying there i see a lot of guys that wear those jeans with like dress shoes it's amazing to hear something different well, sometimes I'll wear like my pointy leather shoes and um, they'll have kind of like a, a silver latch over the top and they look very cool with the jeans. I, I, I know. We've seen pictures of the jeans on your Instagram. It's amazing. Do you like the the picture that I posted yesterday? Yes, it was the jeans. Which one? And then you had... Well, it was my, je- it was my jeans and um, I was preparing them to... Excuse me to go to the club the weekend during oh, the weekend. Oh no, I'm just wondering was it the th- one you posted at 10:28 or 10:35 or 10:42 that fit that description? Well, the ones in the first two pictures are the same, but the ones uh, the later ones, those were new jeans that I got. Oh, okay. But they don't they didn't fit around my thighs as well. They were too loose. Um real quick, you said I need to get them tailored. You were going to the club during the weekend. Is that the name of the club or a time you were going? <laughs> Oh, that's the club, but I'm also going to go the, uh, the the Saturday night with my friends from, um, you know, who I went to uh, universities with. Oh, so you're going to the club during the weekend, during the weekend. Yes, during the weekend is a crazy club. Um, it's own, it, uh, um, very popular uh, American owner of the Mavericks. He opened um club in... in Germany and um, the the beer there they dye it blue oh so it's kind of crazy sorry I'm just a little distracted I got just got a text from Sarah J saying that loaves of white bread are a tax write-off I'm not sure why is she telling she's you just, that or asking you that she's telling me that like Oh, okay. It's all right. She's just, she's got a, huh. What's up? Wait, she's, oh, she smears human growth hormone on it. All right. So yeah, that would be a tax write-off for her job. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. She confused me there for a second. I think of the text sent out of order. So the beer is blue and it, it's a little bit easier to drink because it looks so yummy. Oh, is that where they put a little bit of sugar in it as well? Yeah, it's kind of crazy and kind of like for the ladies sometimes, but also you can have it and you can dance a lot. Huh. That's amazing. Well, uh, I, one thing we've been wanting to talk about. And Mark. Mark is great. Mark Cuban. We give. We love Mark. Yeah. Does Mark went with you to club during the weekend? Oh, he owns it. I said he oh, own, opened okay. it. So I said the owner of the Mavericks. I was trying to be, be modest. That's a little him, confusing. But, you know, I'll say his, I'll, I'll name drop him. It's fine. It's a little confusing because I know uh, Dusseldorf also has a club called Mark Cuban. So I was just wondering if there's any yeah. like cross like understanding issues there. Well, it's that one's owned by the weekend, yeah. which is really confusing. 
Oh, the weekend's a great guy. Um, he does not know Mark though. Oh, so it was just like, did he thought he made up the name or it was a coincidence? So it was, oh, a coincidence. it was a coincidence. All right. He didn't know Mark Cuban was a guy. Oh, he just came up with it on his own. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's kind of sexy. It's kind of like dark, and the lights are nuts. Um. While we help a lot of high-profile clients, we also have a thing here where we like to, we want to help regular people with some money-saving tips. Um, you know, finance, money management isn't just something that celebrities or rich people have to deal with. Uh, the everyday person, if you didn't know, sometimes has troubles paying your bill, their bills. Did you guys know this? Just even something as simple as rent. I've heard that. The yeah. average American, yeah. Crazy. When I first found that out, I was like, oh my God. I almost spit out my Budweiser beer when I first heard that. Mm-hmm. I almost spit out my avocado toast oh. when I heard that av- some some average Americans, you know, like Kansas people, sometimes have trouble paying their rent. So we're going to give some tips, you know. The same tips that we give celebrities will often be, you know, the same things that average Americans need to hear. Um, one money saving tip I would say is that when you get paid, don't immediately spend all of the money on perhaps a luxury automobile. I believe this may be a problem with a lot of, you know, Americans who immediately go and might get their paycheck, not knowing that a paycheck simply only comes every two weeks for the most people. So when you get that paycheck, don't immediately buy a GMC Sonoma from 1999, you know? Don't immediately load up your car with cat babies. You have to save this money. That's lesson one. Save your money. Well, it's important to save your money, but you can also spend a little bit. So, for example, you know, you haven't bought your GMC Sonoma. You haven't bought your cat babies, but you do, you know, you need to treat yourself a little bit. So you can buy two guns and 3,000 rounds or something, but you can... You know, it, it's not a, what you know. What's money if you can't do something a little fun with it, right? Right. But keep in mind, for ev- if, if for every GMC Sonoma you don't buy, you're essentially making eight hundred dollars. So if you get paid twenty four times throughout the year, and you don't buy twenty four eight hundred dollar GMC Sonomas, you're saving upwards of twenty thousand dollars. Ooh, now that's a top tip. You know, another money-saving tip we can do, right? Don't drink soda. Soda, you know, I I don't know. The soda I get, I like getting the little artisanal ginger beer stuff, is around $8 for a single bottle. Now, if I would to take that bottle and to fill it up with tap water, I would essentially be making $8 every single time I enjoy a ginger beer, which is just tap water that I get from my tap, perhaps in a cup and not in that bottle. So a lot of times you can do really small things and it'll save you upwards of $600 a year. Well, here's a little, uh, here's a little tip that I give everyone. Essentially, you know, how many times you've been there, you finish off the mustard bottle. You're just getting a little bit of water at the end, just squirting it out. Then you're, you know, you're, you're reaching for a glass of tap water, like you said, and, uh, and, and you're all out of glasses. Well, what can you do? You rinse up that mustard jar and you drink from it. Nothing makes more sense you than that. You can get a little bit of the mustard flavor. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Heinz works hard uh, on that here, flavor. Here's another tip. Most Americans are overweight. 
However, the average American's family spends around $647 on groceries a month. Simply put, buy about half as many groceries, and you could afford to lose some weight. This is not a permanent solution, but you probably don't need to eat that much food if you're living in a place like a Kansas or an Arkansas. Um, you can just eat less food, and I guarantee you'll be fine. Because I've seen newsreel footage of people from the Midwest, and it's disgusting. Save money by eating less. Don't get your Oreo chips. Don't get your Doritos bag. Instead, have some tap water. If you drink enough of it, it might trick your stomach into thinking you're full. You know, I, I, I also worry. Here's a common thing that Americans come to me and they say, I just got my tax bill at the end of the year. I'm surprised. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. Here's an easy tip for every American. I don't care who you are. This is what you should be doing. Declare your Jeopardy winnings and set some money aside. There's no excuse yes. not to. No excuse not to. If you win the lottery, sometimes people are so grateful to win the lottery that they'll immediately you know, pay double the amount of taxes that they have, which that's your money. You should not do that. Some people, I remember with the stimulus check, I remember reading stories that people in kind of slovenly places, such as like in Illinois or a Missouri, would immediately Ooh. get that paper check in the mail and get so scared of that amount of money that they would immediately burn the check. Now, you're just throwing away money there, huh? Um, this is something I talk about in one of in uh, my book is... You gotta think before you buy, okay? Double think about it and take some time to consider: Do you really need it? Do you uh, at this time is it worth spending the money on? So a trick that I learned is that you could do is you can take your phone. Your phones, your phones have a camera on it, right? Both of you. Yes, yes two in fact. Wow, that's very very cool. Um, so you can take your your camera on your phone if you're in the store and you want to buy something. Instead of buying it, you could take a picture of it, and then whenever you you want it, you can kind of just you know, wherever you are, you could look at the picture of it. So you have a picture of it that you can look at, but then you don't have to spend the money on it at that time. So another great money saving tactic that I haven't seen being taken advantage of: um, dress like a police officer. Police officers like to go to a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and inside of that Dunkin' Donuts, what they will do is they will loiter and perhaps get a free coffee or donut or beverage from the aforementioned employee of the Dunkin' Donuts. You can go ahead and walk around. If you catch somebody doing a crime, you can request to be paid off. Uh, these are tips and stuff. If you go to a Denny's and you have a military uniform, you can always put that on to get a free Grand Slam. And then immediately go back to the Dunkin' Donuts in your police officer outfit and double down on your breakfast. Simple tips like these are just great ways to save money that people don't think about. You can find a police officer outfit for probably around $40. That would be somewhat convincing. This is money on the table, and if you do this enough, you will pay that back in spades. That's very clever. Uh, uh, um, if if you think you need money to have fun, well, think again. You can just, you know, you can walk around. You can look at things. You can just walk around. You could just walk around and save money, and then you could save all your money. So 
you you work all week and then uh it's friday and instead of going out on friday night you could go walk around look at some things you could look at some stuff where you live and then the next night you can you know you can put on all your nice clothes you could go to the club muscle baby you could and you could um have a good time you could have a few drinks and you could have a cool cool time but you don't have to you know spend an arm and a leg to to make it happen because you you saved it if you are having a problem deciding between medical bills and rent let's say get arrested they have to provide you some sort of medical care while you're in incarceration and there is no rent there that's a quick and easy solution that a lot of americans think they're too good to do but if you're talking money there is no valley too low no hill too high the only thing that matters is the getting those dollars to take care of yourself you know here, here's an interesting one how many americans do you know who will make a purchase that is cheaper in the short term but really just ends up ends up costing them so much more in the long term well, well, plenty. Practically, you know, there's many people who will simply go to the, you know, oh, my pencil sharpener broke. I'm going to go to the family dollar and buy a new one, you know, every, every what, two weeks? Oh, easily. What you can do is you can simply buy a Herman Miller pencil sharpener. It costs about 3800 U.S. dollars. Uh, you do need to keep it oiled. I think it's every three days or 200 rotations, whichever comes first. But this will keep you from constantly burning gas, going to the family dollar or the dollar general or the dollar tree, getting right. a, getting a costly pencil sharpener every single oh. – I, I almost curse there – every single freaking week. And, uh, you know, it's just – it's wasteful. A so, single ticky-tack well, little uh, plastic thing that's going to break on you after under 200 rotations anyway. Well, Ehrman Miller this is a great company. I, I purchased their stuff. I, I – I use a lot of their things. Most notably, I ordered a Herman Miller bed for my office. So I don't use a chair at my desk. I use one of their beds, and it's great. It's ergonomic. It feels nice. I kind of just lay on my side. Lucas, Um, can I ask you a question about the bed? Sure. How many feet long is it? Well the Herman the well the Herman Miller bed that I ordered actually contacted them because I have a good friend there and they custom made it for me. So this bed is about fifteen feet long. Oh wow. But not it, quite as long as the couch. No, but I can still if someone were to come into my office to have like a little chat with me or an interview or uh well not an interview, I don't do that, but you know what I mean. Like a, a meeting um is the is the word. And they can sit on the bed and I can sit on the bed and there's room. Or if they want to take a nap in there uh, after, it's okay. Well, I kind of do my work and my my things. Like maybe after you and a f- couple friends come home in your jeans from Club Humble Player, <laughs> that might be a good place for you all to lay down and take a break. Well, we'll do that on my couch. That's why it's about twenty. Oh, okay. Feet. I've got okay. A, I've got a good money tip when it comes to beds. Really? If you guys would like okay. to hear it. So what is it? Qu- I'd love to hear. What does a queen bed cost? Fourteen hundred dollars. Something like that. Oh, yeah. probably more than that these days. They're so nice now. Well, two twins, each costing $500. You can buy that, <laughs> push them together. You've just saved yourself 400 bucks. And you know, a lot of people think that crevice could be a distraction. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, but that's a good way to save four hundred dollars, and you can use you that can, extra four hundred dollars. You can line the, if you don't want that that crevice in the middle. You could maybe you could line them up like vertically, so then you oh, have yeah. a bed that's long. It's still going to be near your business. Generally, if you're a taller man, it would go right. across. It would just feel like a waistband in your pants instead mm-hmm. of. Like a crack, like on your bottom. Well, I had actually, you know, given this advice mostly to people under five six, but it, it is good advice for everyone, I think. So the taller one works too, taller orientation. Oh, I'm getting a ring here from Bashar Al Assad. Oh, what's this? He's such a this guy. mouth man. I know. All right, he's watching Home Alone again. Okay, that's great. Don't need to know that. Some people are very forthcoming with their information. I don't know if he has a question or oh. Wait, here, he's getting around to it. Guys, he just told me to check tension, steel concern. I'm not sure if I want to, if it's, if, you know, Bashar is saying. He said to check it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, this oh this no. could be crazy. This, this is, it's free falling. Look at it. What the hell happened? Let me get on the horn here. What the, what the fuck the is happened? the, what the fuck is the shit? The stock is going down and, oh, my God, the CEO died. Well, wait, How? Oh my god, oh, I'm reading it right here. The CEO of Tension Steel Concern has been in a four-car accident with three of his sons who are all driving Lamborghini. I can see the picture here. What kind of a Lamborghini I'm is I'm calling that? an Uber chopper because we have to get out of here. We, there's, Michael, I mean, what we kind of a Lamborghini is that? Uh, that appears to be an LM002. There are four LM002s that have all smashed into each other at the exact same time, and they appear to be driven by the three sons of the CEO of Tension Steel Concern on the Vancouver Freeway. They're they're all dead. The the the, the stock is plummeting. Oh my god, we got to get in on this. When's the when's the chopper getting here? Well, uh uh should be here there's a all right let's head to the roof we got about 20 more stories before we get to the top of it all right um everyone this has been dividends in arrears i'd like to thank my guest michael chestnut and my uh, co-host lucas vogel i'm um, getting a text from the drive the pilot ruben he says he'll be a minute late but we'll go up there now yeah, let's 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 just get up there. Um, uh, hope you enjoyed our stock tips, money saving tips, um, some tax loopholes, and just hopefully we have everyone here thinking more about money and more about what they need to do to protect themselves in the future. Oh God, here's a picture. Those four cars like smashed together in a cube. Mm. Oh God, it looks like one car. Uh, yeah, it, they, it looks like cube. four corners. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good one, and I hope your dollars make sense. This is Belmont LaRue saying goodnight. This is Lucas Vogel. Thank you. This is Michael Chestnut. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 